What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another episode. It's your boy Danny, your boy Nels. We in the building. Nels, was good? I'm good, brother. I am good. We back at it. Took a little time off. As y'all know, we be having a... People be having life issues, so... We not as consistent as we like. We be having things going on, but we back. Whenever we here, we gonna hit you with the uh, great content, great debate, great conversation. We gonna keep you guys entertained when we do have your attention. Yeah. So we are gonna jump right in because we we missed a lot. So we gonna we gonna get we gonna get to it. Let's um. I feel we should start with what's what's really popping right now with the Olympics and um a couple of controversies going on. First, they uh, because we spoke before a couple episodes back, um, a couple of months ago, we spoke about how they're saying you can't wear any type of Black Lives t-shirts, paraphernalia, anything. You can't wear nothing that say Black Lives, Black Lives yeah. Matter, Black Lives Okay, nothing, no type of demonstrations. You can't do anything, no kneeling, none of that. So now they um came out report and said the swimming caps that uh. That were designed for people with natural hair. That were designed for people with afros and things like that. They said those swimming caps do not fit the contour of the head, so therefore they're considered illegal, as if they were going to give an advantage to the um, to the swimmers. And like I don't know the whole swimming thing. I've never been in those swimming competitions. I've never been a professional swimmer. But I do know that the cap like fits your head and supposed to help you, I guess, be aerodynamic in the water. What are these caps that they're trying that they banned? Are they like torpedo shaped? Like everything I see, it looks just like every other swim cap. So I'm not getting it, son. Yeah, I didn't get it as well. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Now, again, I know how to swim. Contrary to other people, I know I'm black and that's like contrary to what happens. I know how to swim very well. But I, I don't. I do not know what they see in these caps to make them feel that it's uh, that these women or even guys or whatever or anybody it doesn't matter have an advantage. That's just uh, it's kind of odd to me. Now I'm always trying. I'm trying my best. You get older, you try your best to try to be like you know what? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a racial thing. Maybe it's just just. <laughs> Maybe if some white person was wearing the cap, you know, would we, you know, if they were, they can, they can too have, could have worn that same cap for whatever reason, you know, maybe they just got a whole shitload of hair and they wear that hat. So I try not to make it racial, right? But I don't see what I don't, and I've never, you know, wore a swimming cap and tried to race another motherfucker to be like, haha, it was because of the cap, motherfucker. That's exactly the reason I beat you. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> like, I doubt somebody's going to have a two second or a second lead on somebody while yeah. they're wiggling head in the fucking water. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. I don't know what the cap does. I don't know if it's, um, like I said, the only thing that I could say is that it would make them, I guess, more aerodynamic, but I don't see a cap being that important like what type of advantage could a cap actually give it's absolutely mind-boggling to me son yeah i i I don't understand you know what makes what's uh, weird about the swimming part right like so you try to have as much advantage as you possibly can but the the advantage is being ass naked literally you know literally like you if you was doing the swim if you was into the uh doing the race you wouldn't put on no fucking swimming trunks because swimming trunks would slow you down, you know, X amount of seconds or milliseconds, whatever the fuck it is, right? That you wouldn't put on that shit. So I can't see how, but the cap is just as 
big or or the same. It looks like exactly like you said. It looks exactly like everybody else's cap. It's just I, I would assume it's larger because they're trying to cover a larger portion of hair. So I don't. Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that one is a weird one. Okay. And again, you try you try to push it away from being. You, you get older, you're like, yeah, I don't want to think it's racial. So what, tell me the reason. Like somebody would have to sit down from the board and be like, well, it's because of this. Because when she moves her head to the side, left and right, she becomes like Aqua Woman or some shit. Like it's got <laughs> something's got to give. <laughs> so, so, so it has to be some type of explanation as to why. I don't know. Yeah. When I read the report. They, that was like the thing that said to give it would give it an unfair advantage. But I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe do some research. Maybe I get like I try to get somebody I know that um, that actually swims professionally and get their insight on it. But yeah, for that, now, that, that, I'm at a loss. Good and when you have that conversation with them, that's got to be good. If I can just see them saying, uh, "Trust me," trust, all they can say is "Trust me," because they're not <laughs> going right. to be able to. <laughs> yeah, what can they say to you? Trust me. I, I'm telling you, just trust me on this one, because there's nothing they they can say. For you to be like, oh, okay, I get it, because it's it's a cap and it's water, and that's it. There's nothing else that they, all you. It's got to be somebody reputable that you really like. You know they swim for a fucking living. That's all they do. Yeah, motherfucking lifeguard, all that shit. And they got to tell you, trust me, just trust me on. You know me all all your life, just trust me on this one. And then you just got to be like, all right, somebody just told me to trust them. We good to go. Okay. Yeah, it would have to be. It would have to be. It'll be like. um like a DJ trying, like somebody says something about DJing, and they tell you about the uh, the type of turntable and how it and how the how smooth the yeah. the belt on the turntable is. You be like, I mean, if you say so, like this is what you do. <laughs> I'm gonna roll with what you're saying. Music sounds the same to me. Nah, son, trust me on this one because I can't. This There's nothing that I'm gonna be able to say for you to believe me. So just just trust me on this one. You yeah. gotta get one of those with a head head to the side. Yeah, <laughs> you're right about that. Because there's no way somebody will be able to explain it to you. It's just all going to sound like gibberish to you. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's a fact. Oh, man, you're stupid. Um, <clears throat> cool, long keeping within the Olympics. Um, Shikari Richards. So, yeah, yeah. Um, this whole... Well, one, I didn't know marijuana was a a band performance-enhancing substance. I always figured maybe it was banned. Maybe it was like, you know, hey, no no smoke weed because every other league and every other professional sports thing, you know, bans marijuana. Oh, one time marijuana was bad. You couldn't smoke. You weren't supposed to get, you weren't supposed to smoke. They test you for it in the NBA and NFL and all these other leagues. So I always thought, well, hey, you know, it's just something that's banned. If you get caught, you get a fine or, you know, they'll, they'll talk to you like, hey, it's your first offense, what have you. But for yeah. them to say that it was a performance enhancing substance, I don't know about that. Like I understand it, um, it helps with pain, it helps with uh, nausea, it helps with anxiety, it helps with a, with a multiple of things because it is a, um, it is people use it for medical reasons. But I never heard or never knew that it was considered performance enhancing. That's where they went wrong. That's where they went wrong. You say the shit is just banned because yo, it's weed. The end. Like you, 
they went this extra mile of saying it's an enhancement. Like, no, it's not. Not never in the history of weed. I, I've smoked weed. I've had, I've had edibles. I don't say I do it all the time, but I've had it. Not single time I started to be like, oh, I'm, I'm hyper. I was, I was never hyper after that. I was never where the point where I was like, I'm about to go fucking run down the block. No, if it was cocaine or crack or some shit like that, I, I'd be like, you know what? They might got a point on this one. Yeah. But the fact that they said it was an enhancer was where it went wrong. Because at the end of the day, if it's an illegal drug, it's an illegal drug. The end. There's, that's it. You know, yeah. she took something she shouldn't have took. The end. She's 20 years of mistake. You know, she's going through some stuff about with her mom or whatever like that. But when they try to justify it and say it's because it would have made her even faster. That, oh, <laughs> oh, man. Just say it's weed and you shouldn't have, she shouldn't have did it. That's it. That's the it, reason. It but, just leave it there. Oh. Because when I first heard the story, when I first heard the story, I was like, I was like, damn, performance enhanced. Like, no wonder she was running so fast. Damn, she took some type of steroid or she took some type of supplement. I felt bad. I was like, damn, just when we thought we had another, like, Flojo type action going on, another who's going to kill the Olympics like we did uh, a few years ago when, um, what's the young lady, uh, Alexis something, when Alexis Felix, when she was in it and, like, the whole, what's that, the 4 by 100 when it was winning, I was like, yo. About to have another Olympics like that. We about to get busy, and then I saw the report. I was like, "Damn, got us." She um, using some type of uh, supplement, and they was like, "Yeah, it was marijuana." I was like, "Wait a minute now, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> we really gonna call that performance enhancing, or is it just they uh they're trying to justify or not justify, but try to downplay her abilities by saying, "Oh, she was taking this, and that's why she was whooping everybody, and that's why she was running so fast." Nobody believes that. That's the problem. That's <laughs> it. That's the nobody. Not a single person. Not a single person on the earth believes. Oh, she was smoking weed. That's why she was so fast. Nobody. Yeah. That would have slowed her the fuck down. She would have been so high. She wouldn't have heard the fucking the buzzer and all that shit. That they would have shot the gun. She would have been still at the line. There's no way you believe that. Like, the, the where they went wrong is saying that you literally say, "Hey, you know, we got rules." The rule is you can't smoke weed, period. The end. That would have been it. You know, everybody would have been like, oh, well, you know, it, it sucks, but that's the rule. That's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with weed should be on any list when you're in your state and you smoke it and then it's fine. But for the sport that you play, the shit is illegal. And it's fine. That's that's your job. You, if they say that at your job you're not supposed to smoke it and you go smoke it and they tell you, hey, it's not going to work out, then that's just what it is. But when you say that that's what enhanced her, that's when you just like, oh, oh. Okay. And that's when that you know what the problem is with that is that's when people start to uh, say other things. Oh, this is racial, or this is this, and this is that. You know, just going yeah. to a whole nother uh, conspiracy theory. If they would have just said what it was, like, yo, she did something illegal that we don't, we, you just can't do for the Olympics, and we'll look at it later on. Like they came out later on and was like, we'll just look at it later on and see if we could change those rules. Motherfucker, you already fucked up. You already said the wrong shit. Mm-hmm. And that's that's my thing. And um, so I'm I'm with you. Like I don't think I think weed should be legal. Period. And again, if your job or whatever you're doing says nah, you can't do it within this time frame, or you can't do it when you're performing your job. Cool. It is what it is. That's the rules. You sign up for that job. That's what you're gonna do. What. Mm-hmm. What I kind of, what I'm kind of, I say, kind of discouraged by is the people who are saying, oh man, 
she smoked weed. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. They shouldn't ban her. They shouldn't suspend her. But those are the rules. <laughs> like, <laughs> like y'all can't be mad that they followed the rules for her. Now, if you go dig up some other um, situations where it was a white athlete and they tested positive, and they they like they ignored it or swept it under the rug. All right, now we could be mad at that. But I'm glad you. Said that. If she smokes, she smoked. She got caught. That. Uh, people started bringing up the time that Michael Phelps felt it, you know, and he had the bong and he was out having a good old time. But they failed to realize that the motherfucker wasn't about to swim. The motherfucker was on his break and he was just chilling. They, and people made it, I, I, I know about it because I remember seeing the picture. So it was a big deal. People mm-hmm. were like, oh, I don't remember them making a big deal by Michael Phelps. Yes. But he was also doing it on his okay. recreational time, on the yeah. time that he didn't have to do shit. Oh yeah, you can continue. I, that's, I just had to bring that up. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely remember that, and that's my thing. Like, if you can bring up time where somebody was in competition or right before competition, and they tested positive and they got it got swept under the rug or got excused, that's one thing. Yeah. But like, as messed up as it is, she was she was smoking while performing, and she got caught. Just like if you like you said, if you go to your job and you smoke weed and you get caught, and they and they piss test you. You're gonna get in trouble. You can't go and be like, "Ah, oh, man, it's not fair. That's not the way it should yeah. be." <laughs> it doesn't matter what how it should be. It kind of matters how it is. And for the moment, that's where we at. Now, a year or two down the line from now, who knows? It won't. It'll be all free for all. You be. Yeah. You could be smoking your uh weed when you're getting into starting blocks. But for <laughs> but for now, it is what it is. And I I just don't like how people are saying it's not fair. When all all of all they did was just follow the rules, and I like how yeah. she came out. She was like, "You know what? I knew I wasn't supposed to be doing it. I did it anyway. I got some things going on, and I did it. I shouldn't have done it, and I got caught. And it is what it yeah. is." Yeah, but I appreciate her doing that. That yo, know, it it makes it makes things so much easier when the person that's going through it is accepting the consequences. Yeah, but the people just people are just randomly and like I I don't think it's fair. Well, well. You not fucking running the race, so. I guarantee you, they want to smoke weed and go and go to their job and piss their ass. Exactly, <laughs> but that uh, what a lot of people are making. Uh, people are trying to make this thing like, oh, we shouldn't watch the Olympics and all this stuff like that. And again, that's another thing that bothers me is because we shouldn't watch the Olympics because you know the person is accepting responsibility for whatever she did. Then you, people are so like. Come on, now. you're not thinking. There's other people, there's other black women that are going to run in that race. You know what I'm saying? And these people have been running their entire life. Life. They've been doing this shit since motherfucking, but they ran out the, the, the womb. That's what they did. And you're going to say, well, we shouldn't support them because we're upset at the Olympics because they're enforcing rules? Come on now, that doesn't make any sense. No. Not, I, if you don't want to watch the Olympics because that's not your thing, that's fine. But not to watch it because they enforce the rules on an athlete is fucking crazy because there's other people you can support while it, while they've been doing it their entire life just as much. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this, this, this young lady. She's young. She made a mistake. She said she owned up to her mistake and she said, I'll be back. Cool. But there's other people that, that you can support just as much as you were supporting her. She just got a lot of attention because she's fucking amazing and everything that's going on around her. But Latch on to somebody else that you could support just for the same thing. Mm-hmm. And there's some people out there who, um, some people out there who's worth watching. There's still some other people on that yeah, team yeah. 
there's some other success stories and triumphs over tragedy going on. So yeah. boycotting or saying we're not gonna watch none of it at all. It's like, yo, these people you want these people to give up what they've been doing their entire lives and they mm-hmm. only get a small window. Like unless you're unless you're an exceptional athlete like the Michael Phelps, the um Hussein Bolts, unless you're somebody on that level, you really only get one, maybe two Olympics. One, yep. maybe two, and that's it. And you've strived your whole life from the time that you were Let's say 10. Some people start before. Let's say 10. From time you're 10 to the time you're eligible and at a level where you can do it, you're striving to run in these Olympics. And it's only every four years. And that's what you try to strive to and get to. And then you're yeah. like, man, see what they did? You should boycott and, and just keep running in these uh these uh um, events throughout the year and get these uh measly checks. When I can go try to win a... A medal and get a big check? Nah, yeah. I did and, not. And set yourself up for life, yo. Yes, with endorsements and things like that. Set yourself up for life. So I should, I should not go, and just ignore what the fuck I've been doing my entire life. But because everybody on social media said I should stop doing what I did, I've been doing my entire life in the gym and all that other shit like that, I should stop that because of what y'all are saying. Fuck y'all. I'm gonna go fucking <laughs> run or do whatever the fuck I'm gonna do, box or whatever the fuck people are gonna do. Do that shit and do it to the best of your abilities because at the end of the day, I support y'all because I under, I, I never did none of that shit, but I understand, I can, I can compartmentalize and understand that if you spend your entire life doing something, that shit means a lot to you. So if it means a lot to you, go for it. Fuck everybody, social media, swear that they can tell people what the fuck to do. Fuck them. Go do you and have a good time. I hope you, hope all of them get medals. Yeah. If everybody can't get it, but I hope the ones that are, that are, that are deserving of medals get it. Fuck all that. Yeah, man. Because, like I said, I just can't. I couldn't see. And if and the ones that do, the ones that decide, you know what, this is some real injustice, and I just can't stand for it. And they stand yeah. up and say, "I'm boycotting," and just like risk their whole careers and livelihood. Hey, man, God bless them. God bless them, and um, shout out and love to them because it takes a lot to do that, and for you to stand up on that level. That's some deep commitment to what you believe in. Yeah. I, I feel like you can definitely do that. You can also, you know, use your platform to show awareness. Like, yeah. uh, you could you go there, you can go to the Olympics, maybe in your interview, say whatever the fuck you want because they can't do anything to you in your interviews. You can say what you want in your interviews about social justice. You have the platform of the world, not just the United States, of the world. So if you, you go about it that way, you know, mm-hmm. that is probably using your time and your skills, you know, a little bit more than being like, I'm just going to sit out. Because if you sit out, you reach no one. But the people that are going to cover the story and say you sat out and then that's about it. But if you go to the world stage and you say, this is the reason I ran and this is the reason, you know, social justice and stuff like that. And you you tell the world because every camera in the entire world is going to be looking. Then I think that I think personally that is the better way to use your uh, your platform. That's just me. Yeah, and then, and then what 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 tends to happen is the people that sit out, they're they're not that important to where them missing it is a national headline or real news. So now you sat mm-hmm. out. Nobody came to see why you sat out. So you're not even getting no type of message across unless you hop on social media and try to promote it yourself. And even then. 
people gonna be like, give a damn about you, dude. Like, who are you? You were like, you were number yeah. four on the uh, three man team. So, <laughs> like, we, we good. We we really didn't need you anywhere. Yeah. And you, then how many people are you reaching? Mm-hmm. You're gonna reach the people for the first couple of days. Oh, so and so sat out because of social injustice. Oh, that's crazy. You know what's gonna happen once the motherfucking goes. <laughs> you are motherfucking forgot. <laughs> you had a fucking Olympic horn. That's it's it. over. For you. It's over. Soon as the motherfuckers light the tear the the torch, it's over for you. You you all of that shit that you were talking, it just goes right out the window, and everybody can't wait to see who won the gold medal. Yeah, you got, you got a valid point there. Once, the, once they get rolling, nobody's really yeah. going to pay you no attention. You going to go on social media talking all of this shit, and you're going to turn on your TV, and motherfucking Americans are going to be waving flags, walking down on the track and shit. Just be, yeah, we're about to have a good time. And then all of a sudden, them shit, everything that you type is just going out the window because nobody gives a fuck. Everybody's watching the Olympics, and you could have been there spreading your, your word or whatever you feel like you want to spread. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, you know, so is the uh, the way everything is playing out right now. So, um, I don't know. Let's talk. Uh, let's, let's stay in some sports. Let's talk uh, NBA, son. How you, how you been liking yeah. the um, how you been liking the uh, postseason so far? At the end of the day, I um, obviously I, I'm a Knicks fan. So when the Knicks got eliminated, I was a little uh, obviously I was disappointed, but. I did say from the beginning of the uh, the playoffs, the one person I do want them to uh, to win a ring is is CP. I want Chris Paul to win a ring so badly. You would think that he, I, you know, just following his career, you know, we obviously he's been in the league forever. Yeah. And if you're over the age of thirty, um, I'm pretty sure. And if, and if you're an NBA fan, you follow his career, and just to see how he is a a, a true floor general. Um, and just have been getting just I feel like he's been getting the short end of the stick on some of the teams that he's been because you got to look at it. If you look at his career, he literally has made everything that he's gone to better. Like, oh, yeah. Hands down. He's a uh, he's the turnaround king. Yeah. So to, for him to get this opportunity at the beginning of, this, uh, of the playoffs, I said, if the Knicks don't get it, I, I really want uh, Chris Paul to win it. Like, I don't even care about the Suns. It's one of those type of situations. Like, mm-hmm. Suns could win it. <laughs> but as long as Chris Paul wins, that's how I feel. So, I'm excited for them. They're only three games away. Um, at the end of the day, I I, uh, I have a feeling that they're going to win it. I don't think that they're going to be stopped. I think this is their, this is their year. Uh, and I don't like the way people are saying, oh, they got it because of injuries. Well, that is uh, – if anybody's ever watched sports before – in your entire life, that's what happens. That's the way the ball bounces. Sport. Yeah, that's what, that's what happens in sports. If you ever seen some kind of sports ever in your life, that's what happens. So it's not my fault that the, uh, somebody else got hurt on another team. That's, I play who was in my face. Mm-hmm. And whoever was in their face, they beat so far. But at yeah. the end of the day, I don't want people to be like, oh, well, they beat uh, – them without uh, Anthony Davis or they beat them without so-and-so. Who gives that? They beat the team that was in their face. And injuries happen. That's Unfortunately, that's part of sports. And you watch any sports in any genre, baseball, soccer, tennis, injuries happen to happen. So you play who's in your face. So shout out to Chris Paul. I hope he gets his first ring. I'm going to be rooting for him until he gets it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I want Chris Paul to win. 
I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing um, wouldn't mind seeing Giannis get his get his ring. You know, he's young. He's uh, he's up and coming. It'd be cool if he got it just to kind of like set his career off. But nah, I'd rather Chris Paul yeah. win it. Chris Paul been hustling. Every team he goes to, he's improved. He's gotten better. Yeah, and he he stood the test of time. Like, but other people would have gave up. Other people have been like, man, I'm just gonna worry about me. I'm just gonna try to put up as many points as I can, and whatever happens with the team, screw it. But every team he goes to, he's teaching. He's grooming. He's trying to get better. Like you said, injuries happen, man. And it's not my fault they got injured. And I'm pretty sure most people who like to who like to compete at that level want to play the best players on that team. So, mm-hmm. but them players being out, they weren't like, yes, I'm gonna get by. They were like, damn, I really wanted to play the best person because I wanted to prove that I'm better than them. I wanted to prove that my team is better. I wanted to prove that I can knock out whoever they put in front of me. Mm-hmm. But the way Chris Paul was playing the other night, oh man, Chris Paul got busy. Like, that dude was playing like the like the Wake Forest Chris Paul, man. He was getting to it. He's because he know it's right. He could fuck. He could fit. You don't want to. You don't want to miss this opportunity because I'm pretty sure he's like. If it doesn't happen this year, then it may never ever happen. You understand? Know like you don't. This is this is what these these don't happen all the time. I understand people watch LeBron and they see him get to the to playoffs and the finals and they're like. Well, LeBron does it all the time. Well, it's not a, you don't see a bunch of LeBron, right? You don't no. see a bunch of Jordan. So I, for Chris Paul to get to this level, I'm pretty sure him the other day was like, nah, there's nothing stopping me from getting these four wins. There's nothing. And, and I appreciate that. Yeah. he um He's really playing like, I got to get it and I got to do it. Yeah. Remember, what was, it? was it last year or was it the year before that when – he was on Houston, and they got to the uh, conference finals, and he got injured. Yeah, and that was yeah. supposed to be because he was balling that year. And then, was. That was, yeah, they had um, they still had all the all the beast they had in um, in Houston. Then he got hurt, and then it was like, damn. And once again, it was like, damn, Chris Paul again. You got hurt, and then this year when he got hurt with his shoulder or whatever, I was like, damn, happened again. I was like, this is who Chris Paul ain't got no luck whatsoever. <laughs> like every time he yeah. might get a little bit of a chance, something happens to him, and he ended up getting hurt. But he pulled it out, man. He's there now. He's um, he's definitely playing like, like this is my year, and I'm going to get it. Like you all are not going to stop me this year. I'm Only people that's going to stop me is me. So I, I got to respect. I got to love it. Now I know you're a big football person, and football yeah. starting to uh, starting to creep up, man. We getting close. <laughs> we getting close. All the camps is going. People starting to report and do stuff. Um, but what's your what's your prediction for the um? I'll say, what's your prediction for Tampa Bay? Do you think they're going to run the gambit with them bringing everybody back? Ah, man. There's a, I've been doing a lot of studying, you know, we play, obviously I play in your fantasy football, so I'm always trying to get some information way before the season starts. So I already started my studying, but I think Tampa Bay will be fine. Do I think they will make it to the Super Bowl? I do not. I do not. Um, Will they make it to the playoffs? Uh, yeah, of course, they are. They're a uh, they're a, a, a monster of a team. I just don't think that they will run it back. Um, I think the improvements with the Chiefs and their offensive line. I don't know how they did it. I, you know, it's one of those. I guess you. I guess that people are just going to do the the Golden State stuff in uh, for the Chiefs because that's exactly what happened this offseason. That mm-hmm. their line got ridiculous. All of a sudden, I guess they were just like, listen, we lost because we didn't have a line. 
Yeah. That will never happen again. That's exactly what the hell they said when they got back to that locker room. So they bolstered their line. So if I had to take a guess, if I was a betting man, and this would not be, this was not rocket science, I would say the Chiefs are going to uh, come back with a vengeance. I would not want to play the Chiefs in any shape, form, or fashion because I think it's going to be one of those type of seasons where they're just demolishing teams halftime. They're sitting down, watching TV, watching watching Golden Girls and shit like that. I think it's going to be one of those type of seasons, yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Tampa is definitely a good team, though. I, I You know, ne- I never you, you never wanted to say Tom Brady's not going to do it. You ne- that's just, you know, those are scary words. Um but I, I just believe this moment right now that the Chiefs are the team to beat. And, and I, I would never say that to Tom Brady's face, but, I, you know, I will say this on the podcast. <laughs> I will say that right now. <laughs> so you never say it to his face? Yeah, I never say it to his face. Hey, um, so the NCAA changed their rules. It said now that um, athletes can uh, make money off their likeliness, off their likeness and – like they can have jobs, they can sign contracts, they can get different types of endorsement deals. About time, about time. Yeah, about time, and I think it's great. I think it'll be awesome for those athletes because there's it's times where the athletes be really like struggling. Like people are like, oh man, you on scholarship, you good, but just because you on scholarship doesn't mean your family got money to be sending you for for school stuff and to live like a regular life. Other people on campus go do work study or they work at Walmart, work at uh, McDonald's, you know, they find some place to get a little hustle going. And as a college athlete, you couldn't do that. Like you just had to suck it up and just walk around and like pray for the, uh, the kindness of strangers and the kindness of your classmates to look out for you for some of them. Cause some of them really were struggling really were from environments where they had nothing and their talents were the reason why they made it to whatever university or college they were at. So now with them being able to make this money, whether it be off these um, video games, whether it be off of um, signing merchandise, whether it be off of selling some of their game-worn stuff, like I think all of this stuff is going to be beautiful for these dudes, man, and these ladies, and they're going to really change the game. It's going to be some people making a whole lot of money in college, and I also think it's going to push some people to be better Cause now you're like, yo, if I got to ball out, if I don't ball out, it's going to affect me being able to make money on the side. So some of the people who just be there just for the ride, like I got a scholarship, I'm just going to go to class and chill. Now they're going to be looking at like, yo, if I really get busy in this game, I might be able to get some money on the side and do some things. So I think it's really going to help out a lot of people. I think it's going to increase the game. People think it's going to take away. I think it's going to increase the game. I love, 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 love this. Obviously, Everyone, I'm not saying me, every single person wished this would have came years and years ago. The, the NCAA have been sucking uh, no homo. These, I mean, you know, all I'm saying is that they have been doing that. They've been taking money from these kids' pockets and just rake, raking in the money, just raking in millions and millions, if not billions of dollars, mm-hmm. you know. From these kids, and the kids are getting nothing, not a single dollar, nothing. And when they did, they got punished for it, i.e. Uh, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Um, who was it? It was a um, basketball player said the other day that in order for him to be able to play, they suspended him over a $40 dinner. Somebody, somebody Birch got him. So in order for him to be able to play and be eligible, he had to make a $40 donation to like a charity. 
Zion. They were talking about Zion was getting money. Just, just it was just a silly, dumb rule for these people that were at the top just to continue to get money off of these kids for nothing, for zero, for nothing. That sounds familiar, everyone. Just uh, people working, <laughs> and the other people are benefiting are benefiting from it for nothing. And don't hit me with the well, they were getting the free they were getting a free college. Because I'm pretty sure if you would have said, "Hey, we're going to give you the college money, right? we're just going to give you a hundred thousand dollars, and you figure out some school situation," they would be like, "Not a problem. I'll figure it out. I will figure that out. Give me the give me the money, mm-hmm. and then we'll figure that out." Because at the end of the day, these kids, like you said, they they come from some of them. Some not all come from poverty, and if you come from poverty and then you go in somewhere and you can't even provide for yourself, guess what? You are still in poverty. There's nothing has changed but your but your location, but your yep. zip code. That's it. Yeah. You know? And you're getting an education. And then let's be real. Let's be real, everyone. You don't always when you go to school and you go for business or whatever the situation, whatever you're studying, it doesn't always pan out that way. So at the end of the day, let these kids make money. Like let them go do what they need to do to make some money. Start making money because you know what happens when you leave high school and even when you're in high school you start to have to work because a lot of them are not going to make the NBA or the NFL or the MLB mm-hmm. a lot of them are not so if you don't even give them the opportunity to get some experience in doing something or making some bread before they can even get out of college you're setting them up for failure and what happens when they get out of school is they don't have any skills all they have is that degree that they're praying that they find something in that degree and we already know you don't have to be an athlete to not work in your in your field. field yeah. You already know what it is. And you it's, know what I'm so it's insane, man. It's a, it's, a, it's a negative all the way around. Yeah, and I like what you said, how you know a lot of people use the excuse, oh, well, you got a college degree, you got a free education. Yo, the amount, especially um, being in Georgia and being in the South, football is huge. So the amount of money a school like Georgia, Alabama makes in a weekend off of a football game pays a scholarship, probably pays three, four scholarships. Because if if anybody has ever looked at tickets to go to some of these games, them tickets for a college game be like $300. It'd be like $300 just go to the game. So, you know, they got concessions, they got beer, then the hotels in the area are probably owned by some of these universities. So now you got all that money flooding to that flooding to that city or that town for one week. That's just one weekend. Like the was the Alabama Stadium? They stadium. I think that holds holds like probably fifty thousand people. So yep, yep. one weekend pays for probably two or three scholarships. So don't for all four years. So don't tell me about this. Oh, they got a free scholarship. They got a free education. Nah, man. They, and their education wasn't free. Let's get it right. They was out there playing. They're out there they're risking, playing. risking their lives, risking their careers. Because if they get hurt, nine out of ten times, their scholarship gone, and their football <laughs> career is over. So, but they got it free. All they had to do is go play a game. You get out there and play that game. <laughs> you get out there, yeah. let somebody come barreling at you at fifteen, twenty miles per hour with a helmet on. Let's see how free <laughs> that education is to you. <laughs> you know, when somebody tells me something is free, right? And the funny part is. Oh, so they wasn't selling my jersey, though. So they were yep. selling my jersey for free? Is that what you're telling me? The, my likeness for my jersey, it might not have my name on the back. 
but it's my number, it's my and number. I play for the team. Yep, they know they Somebody did. Went. They got it because it was me. That's why. That's why exactly. they got it. They got it because I was wearing. It. They didn't get it just because they liked the number three. <laughs> they got the exactly. number three because I was wearing it. So when they sell in that jersey for fifty, sixty, seventy dollars, mm-hmm. right, and hundreds and thousands of people are buying that jersey, that that don't count for anything. They don't get none of that. Zero. So don't hit me with. I will never. I will never respect anybody with that. Oh, it was getting a free scholarship. Yeah, word. Well, that seventy dollars jersey that a hundred thousand people bought. Mm-hmm. That happens to be my jersey. That happens to be me. Mm-hmm. If you want to do the math, why don't we just give me whatever my jersey makes, and then you can keep the free Yo. scholarship because I pay for the shit myself. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Out of here. <laughs> Yo, you you right. Yo, because them jerseys really do be like fifty, sixty dollars, and and a bunch of people in the stadium got them on. Not to yeah. mention the um the TV contracts that these schools get. Like it's so much money brought into the school from the athletics department and from these people playing whatever sport it, it may be. That there's no way. Like I you say, even if let's say you don't give me the whole money for the jersey, let's say for every number three jersey that sells. You give that you give that player two dollars for every one of his jerseys that sell. He's it's, good. Yeah, <laughs> he can he can do everything he needs to do around campus. He can go into town and get him something to eat. He can possibly send home some money to his parents who may be struggling. Like there's so much involved in it that they've been cut out of, and there's so much money that is generated through that sport. It's absolutely ridiculous. And like I'm looking it up now, the Alabama football. College football stadium holds a hundred and one thousand people, and them games be sold out. And they're not selling them tickets for a dollar, right? <laughs> so even if it were, let's say they were, and they sold out, right? So you mean to tell me them players are not worth a hundred? None of that hundred and one? None of that? None of that? They're can't not worth 20? any of that? <laughs> I can't get twenty out of that. Exactly. It's absolutely insane, man. But. Hey man, things are changing. Things are, the, the corner is turning, and we're going in a direction where they'll be able to um, they'll be able to get a cut. Now, Master P's son, he signed to this. He signed to a company getting two million, two million over four years for the company he signed. He signed with for an endorsement, which to me, and I and I hate to sound like a hater. I don't want to seem like I'm trying to downplay what he got going on, but the company he signed with is a web. It's a, like a app development company, and if you if you go look at their website, there's absolutely no real information on their website. It looked like a uh, like a shell company, like on some something you'd see on a on one of the investigative shows. But they'd be like, "This is where they were hiding their money at," because nobody could find <laughs> the shell company and trace the money back where it came from. But the, <laughs> the company is random as hell. So I don't know if it's a publicity stunt by Master P because I hate to think that he's doing that because he's done some great things. He's a good businessman. But I think this is a whole, like, look at my son and we're going to develop these apps. And this is really my company. Or I've got, I'm going to purchase this company later. But I just want to be out ahead and say, hey, look at my son signing this endorsement deal based off the new NCAA rules. But this company he's signing for, Web Apps America, this website looked like I did it. You you might be you might be absolutely correct because I did I did see the story, and it seemed kind of suspect. And only re- I, I I have no idea. I don't I don't know. I don't even know what what uh, 
sport Master P's son plays. I have zero <laughs> idea. He basketball, football, we play. He played he play basketball. He, he went to he goes he's going to HBCU. He's going to Tennessee State. He plays basketball. Okay. Now, whether he's going to start or not, or what level he's at, I don't know. And the reason that it, and, and the reason that uh, you are probably spot on on how this is kind of like I don't know is because NCAA said like at uh, let's say it was Monday at motherfucking twelve o'clock. Hey, you know we're gonna we're gonna let these motherfuckers get some bread. We're gonna let them get some bread. We've been eating long enough. We're gonna let somebody else eat. Master P came out at twelve twenty and was like, you know what? Guess what? I just fuck this deal for my son, and he all of a sudden he's going to get two million dollars for the next four years. Wait, hold on. And you was in the meeting at the NCAA shit. So how the fuck did you know? <laughs> that shit happened so quick because like he was waiting. He's like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They were sitting. That's, they were sitting in the meeting watching the news. As soon as it flashed across the news, he signed his name. He was like, yeah, we in there. So, so all the athletes in the world. All of them. There's a bunch of athletes coming out. The motherfuckers was like, you know what? Who's going to uh, who's going to uh, historic black college so we can give them a huge two million dollar deal to get our our website off? You know what? You know who's going there? Master P's son. Go call Master P right now while the news is hot, so we can get him on the roster. Yeah. Fuck out of here, yo. That's the way Again. I feel about it. Like they was like, like yo, who? What name can we get? That's gonna be big enough to draw enough buzz to us, so we can get some clicks. So we can get a bunch of people coming to our website to say, like, who the hell are these people? Where they get this money from? And what do they have going on to sign Masterpiece Son? It just it just seemed too orchestrated for me. Well, congratulations to him. At the end of the day, that is five hundred thousand uh, dollars a year, and if this company. AKA Master P wants to pay his son $500,000 a year. <laughs> More power to him. I hope they motherfucking, I hope he gets every part of that money that is owed to him. And we shall find out if it was some nonsense if they ever get into an argument because you know how that shit works. Oh, my, son is yeah. a, my goddamn dad is a goddamn liar. That shit came from him. You know how that shit goes. So oh, yeah, you know at the end of the day, off. congrats to that young man. It's not like he was struggling because his fucking father's masterpiece. So at the end of the day, it's money going to money. So yeah. congratulations. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to them. I just, it's just real fishy to me. And last, <laughs> uh, last thing I'll say about this, because I'm over here looking it up because it's just, it's mind boggling to me. And it's, and it's just so interesting about these athletes and the amount of money the schools make and the tuition and everything. So for Alabama University, in-state tuition is $10,780 a year. That's for the year. Now, that's some money now. Don't get me wrong. That's some bread. But you telling me this whole you got a free scholarship, and they making, like I said, they make that in a weekend. They make a yearly tuition thing in one weekend through whatever sport, whether it be baseball, be football or basketball, the two major sports, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure they're making well over probably about five times that much in um in sales and endorsements and everything that goes on with the football team for one weekend. Because that's absolutely nothing, man. Look, 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 man, they're not fooling me. <laughs> uh, Nick Saban doesn't make a little bit of money. He makes something, and again, I, I'm going off of the head right now. I'm not going to look it up. I'm not going to do none of that shit. 
because I'm pretty sure he makes something like, oh man, it's in the, I, I want to say, I feel like he makes $9.3 million a year. Look, yo, you, you see what I'm saying? I didn't even look it up. I was guessing off the head. I knew it was something like eight or nine million dollars. I knew it. And you know why I know that? Because he's a fucking college coach making nine million dollars. And the kids are getting, you know what? Not even nine dollars. So there's a problem. There's that's a problem. Damn it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's a fucking problem. The kids are getting zero dollars. They're doing all the running around. This motherfucker got a clipboard in his hand telling these people where to go. He's making nine million dollars. And that's not, and, and you know he's getting some type of side money too. You oh, know he's getting some side money. He's, he's signing footballs. He's signing Alabama hats. He's doing something on the side. He does, and it's one of those things. You know how? And I always said this, but it's not just him. You know when you're rich, like when you're, it, it, the world is funny because when you're poor, they make you pay for everything when you mm-hmm. don't have it. But when you're rich, you don't have to pay for shit. You think Nick Saban pays for anything? In, in the whole fucking state of Alabama, he yeah. walks into a restaurant, he walks into anything. Anything. And it's just like, oh, no problem with saving the, the blah, 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 blah. And nobody's going to charge him for anything. But he has the money, but he You're doesn't right. have to pay for it. That's how the world works. It's real, it's real weird. But I was just saying that because he he's not probably paying for anything in the state of Alabama. He's good. But those kids, depending on what position, depending on who they are, them motherfuckers are paying for everything. And they don't even have it. Nope. The kids. And so, if they don't, yeah. if they don't pay, they, then they're gonna get suspended <laughs> and not be able to play and get all. Oh yeah, you are uh, suspended. You can't play no more. You're now a professional. I'm a professional because yeah. somebody got me a, a a burger at McDonald's. Now I'm considered a professional. Like, come that's, on, that's, man. You're right back to square one. That's the crazy part. Yep. Insane. Just looking at some all these salaries is absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, moving right along, let's talk about the. The greatness that has been these uh, last two verses. Son. These Ooh, last two geez. verses have been <laughs> outstanding. Now the uh, let's start with the, the first one. The uh, bow out, soldier boy. Like we talked yeah. about, we predicted there's gonna be a it's gonna be a good show. He's gonna have a bunch of hits, a bunch of songs playing. Some of the songs I didn't know because I just was like, what the hell is this they playing? But cool. Some of them I did know. It was a great moment. I don't know why uh, Soldier Boy kept calling that man, kept calling that man Little Pee Wee or Pee Wee, whatever he was calling Bow Wow. <laughs> it was hilarious to me. I was like, why is he calling this man Pee Wee? But the biggest thing about the uh, about that verse to me was the comments. Son. The comment section was popping. That comment section <laughs> had me rolling all night long, son. You got to love verses. Versus brings out the best in the artist. It brings out the best in motherfucking people's comedy and and uh, when they're typing, it just it's just comedy gold at the end of the day. And I, I respect Bow Wow and Soldier Boy for going up there. I, you know who who you have to look at Bow Wow. Obviously, he came up in the game. He was a kid. Now he's an adult. But you have to, I'm not a Bow Wow fan or nothing like that, but you have to respect how he approached that versus. He approached that versus like he was at a concert. Yeah. You could see the energy in Bow Wow when he was, like, you could see how professional he was in that day. Mm. Um, like when he was, every song, he was he had a lot of energy. He was all around the stage. You have to give it up for him. Not to say that Soldier Boy was slacking or anything like that. 
But what I am saying is that you can just see the difference in their approach and how the professionalism between Bow Wow and Soldier Boy is just, it was just unmatched. And uh, I respect both of them artists for going up there, having a good time, bringing out other people that it was just, it was a magical night. Yeah, but that was dope, man. I, I liked it. I watched, I watched a good portion of it, but I had to keep like bouncing in, in and out of it because I was just like, yeah, I don't know these, I don't know all these songs, and the two of them get on my nerves because they, uh, one second they are uh, talking, talking trash, the next second they hugging, next second they just walking around looking crazy. I was like, that's just too much. I can't, uh, <laughs> I couldn't stay focused. They couldn't stay focused. I couldn't stay focused. But I will say it like you said, it was great. They had people coming out, people was dancing. Bow Wow was uh he was really like doing a tune up for his um tour he got coming up. He was really out there yeah. performing and having a good time. Yeah. Now, in my opinion, I'd say that uh Bow Wow won it because yeah. Soldier Boy kept playing like he won he played one song like three different times. He did. Then another song, he was like, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I produced this song. He was like, no, "You didn't produce this song. They just, they just, uh, they sampled like your voice or something." He was like, "What are you doing? What are you talking about?" <laughs> but Soldier Boy, like, he just wanted to come out there and like show off and let everybody know that, hey, I'm still around and I can still do this music thing and don't be sleeping on me. But overall, you, you know it was alright. I'm gonna tell you what I love about Versus. That shit pins when you think there's a, like, oh man, I love this artist. Love this artist. When you have to play 20 of your hits, mm-hmm. 20 of your hits, 20. You want to hit 20 hits. That shit separates the good artists from the okay artists. This shit separates them. Yeah. You might five bangers. Like, oh, shit. That shit come on. It's crazy. But motherfucker, you need 15 more hits. And if you don't got them, that shit shows. Yeah. It really fucking shows. I can understand some people have a lot of hits, like have good songs. Oh, but even if you have five to eight, it's going to show if you can't produce those other 15 or 12 hits. And that's how I felt about that battle. I felt Bow Wow, and I didn't even hear, there was a couple of songs that I was like, damn, I didn't even hear that shit. Um, and I was like, Bow Wow is just on another level. That's just what it is. I, I, you know, Soldier Boy got hit. He had a, some good songs that were like bangers, you know, Nobody will ever take crank that. I remember when I was down. I was down here when that shit came out, and I could. I remember me and you. Oh my god, I cannot wait for this shit to end. I could not wait. It was one of those things. <laughs> yeah, so he has it. Ridiculous. But there's a difference between a bow wow and a soldier boy. It's just a difference. Just, you, and you've seen it that night. That's how I feel. Yeah, he just had, like I said, it was hit after hit, and he just kept pulling stuff out. He was like, "Damn!" There was some stuff, but he played. I was like, "Damn!" I forgot all about that song. I was like, Bow yep, I've yep. really been out here, really been out here doing this thing for a minute. And yep. like you said, it showed, it showed that he can, that he got, he really does have longevity because he, he spanned a couple of like, a couple of generations where the people that first started listening to him when he was this little kid are now grown adults, but they still might rock out to a song that come on it. But oh yeah, I like this song. So he spanned the, um, he spanned about a, probably about, I'll say a generation and a half. So he, he, he's he doing did, his thing. Bowel didn't even play, and I don't remember him playing it. He didn't even play the uh, "Let's Get Married" remix at the joint that he's on with. Uh, yeah, I don't think he played that. He didn't even play that. Ooh. Or, or it was. I mean, it's it just some songs that maybe, maybe not that, maybe not that. If oh, maybe he's on it or not, or what, it doesn't matter. I just know that 
it was a couple of songs. I was like, damn, Bow Wow didn't even play this, or Bow Wow didn't even play that. But he played 20, you know, 20 joints that uh, if you were a Bow Wow fan, like you said, and his career, there was one or two songs that you had to be like, oh, yeah, 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 that's my joint. Like, this doesn't matter. He had from his kid, from him being a kid all the way to him being an adult, he had, like, a song that I really like. I didn't, you know, I wasn't um, older than Bow Wow, so I wasn't I wasn't a Bow Wow fan. But when he got older and he made, like, Fresh As I'm, Fresh As I'm Is, uh, I was like, oh, that's my joint. I was, you know, when he played that, I was like, oh, this is my joint. So, like you said, Bow Wow has a longevity and he has a lot of hits that he can span over a lot of generations. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so, um, next up, we had, the, we had the Key Sweat, the Bobby Brown action going on. Key Sweat, Bobby Brown was crazy. <laughs> Key Sweat, hey, that, that's a rock snuck up on Key Sweat, man. Like, he was cool at first, but that's a rock snuck up on him, man. He started cutting up. <laughs> Uh, I I I seen now for that for that battle I seen the first half, um, but the second half I was on the road edit to North Carolina, so I like seen I was watching it while driving. I know I'm not, I shouldn't even be saying that, but <laughs> but I did. I was like listening to it and watching it a little bit, and uh, it you know when the liquor is in the system, you just start to go crazy. It's, it's just one of those things, and it, and it catches up to anybody. I don't care who you are. When you have that liquor in the system, you just you just see a different side of the person. Same thing when it was uh, Swiss Beats and Timberland, like when yeah. Swiss alcohol in them. Was like, yo, who is this guy? Um, so it was just that was that was a phenomenal uh, versus. If you didn't enjoy those two verses, there's something wrong with you because at the end of the day, you didn't have to know the music to just enjoy the just enjoy the the action and like you said the the comments and and exactly what was going on on stage between all of the artists it was just comedy and just a great night for both nights yeah it's pure comedy like uh like key sweat now one thing i think people will now if if they didn't already because if you're not a if you're not a real music fan or you're not really deep into music like that you had no idea Keith sweat's pen game was at the level it was like oh, the yeah. songs he was playing that he's written for people, like that dude Keith Sweat got some hits. Son. Oh, I yeah. knew he had some, but I didn't know he had that many. Like he's written for a lot of people and everything. Well, I'm pretty sure he's written some duds, but the the hits, uh, the ones he was written that he's written that they were playing. Hey man, it was um it was unmatched. Bobby was out there yeah. doing his thing. Bobby, you no, know, um, and I feel bad for Bobby Brown because the drugs and the liquor have taken such a toll on his overall talent it's really unfortunate yeah because had had he not gone through that that versus would have probably been like a hundred times better if he was still in in the performing and singing shape that Keith Sweat is in where he could still carry a tune strong yo mm-hmm. that that verse has been crazy because he was he was hitting a couple of notes but he was struggling but it's the it's the drugs and the alcohol that took its toll on Bobby but he yeah, was still Bobby, out there doing his thing, man. Bobby was out there. As much as I love Bobby Brown, man, he was doing his thing, but he was out there sounding like Cookie Monster. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> what is going on? And he was, and he, and you could see in his face, like, ah, fuck that. I'm going to try to hit these notes. Like, he was on yeah. some fuck it. It just wasn't, it just wasn't like, ah. <laughs> uh, don't do it, Bobby. Just sing it. Just sing it regular. Nobody cares, man. We already know you wrote it. We already know, I mean, not wrote it, but we already know that that's your song. You ain't got to prove anything. Huh? <laughs> we already understand. 
you know, we can hear your voice. Just go for it. Just just sing it regular. You know, don't yeah. you know you, you know how it is when you hear like a female song, maybe like a Mary J. Blige, right? Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden you start to be like, I'm, I'm gonna try to hit these high notes with Mary. I'm gonna try to hit these high. <laughs> go ahead, Mary, just sing that shit. But sometimes you can't get there, and you just start singing it regular, and your voice is all squeak. That's what Bobby should have did. But Bobby was like, nah, nah, fuck that. I'm Bobby Brown, and this is Bobby Brown, and I'm gonna sing Bobby Brown. Fuck all that. Yeah, he was a, he was in his feelings, and I really think when he heard when he heard how well Key Sweat was singing, I think that's when he was like, oh nah, he ain't gonna outshine me. I'm, I'm gonna show him I can still do this. But it was like, nah, Bobby, you can't do it no more, son. Yeah, <laughs> it's over man. for you, man. The licking, the licking the drugs that messed you up. It's all right. Like you said, it's all right. We know that's your song. We remember when you was doing it and, and when you was healthy. So just yeah, leave nigga, it be. Karaoke, nigga. <laughs> karaoke, my nigga. Go ahead, man. Nobody's judging you. We just happy to see you, Bobby. We happy. Yo, what, what, what I love, what I try to do is I try to celebrate people uh, when they get past something. Because at the end of the day, and I had this conversation way before this versus I had this conversation is is people will uh, dwell on what they used to do. Like people will still be like, "Oh, Bobby was on that crack and that cocaine and all that stuff like that." But Bobby's been clean. Like Bobby's trying to mm-hmm. change his life. Bobby, you know, you see Bobby out and about having a good time. I try not. I try to be like, uh, "Damn, you know, it, it was crazy back then." But Bobby's over here having a good time. I'm excited that he even did the fucking verses. You know, because yeah, definitely because that could have been bad for him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like back in the day, it could have been crazy. Like I'm happy Bobby's still here to for everybody to celebrate Bobby and give him his roses because we was having this conversation a couple of uh, weeks and months ago when we were talking about DMX, and we was like, "Damn, you know, it was just appreci- we was appreciative to see DMX on that versus, but we mm-hmm. didn't know that was going to be the last time that was going to be like a public, you know, type type thing. So the the fact that we have Bobby here and Bobby was, you know on the drugs or whatever he was doing back in the day. Fuck all that, man. I'm glad to see Bobby have a good time, get his Cookie Monster voice on there. I didn't give a fuck what he was singing. He was having a good time. I seen him try to do some some Usher dance and shit. I said, oh, But he shit. hit it, though. He hit it, though. He tried it. He hit that joint. I was surprised. I said, this motherfucker about to take his shoes off like Usher back in the old video. I said, oh, <laughs> shit. But he was having a good time. And at the end of the day, uh, you got to respect and, and appreciate what you're seeing because again, it's like with DMX, we don't know what the what, what's going to happen uh, in the, in the next couple of days. Not just for him, I'm talking about for anybody. I ain't talking about like something's going to happen to Bobby Brown. But what I'm saying is just I celebrate Keep Sweat. I celebrate all these artists while they're doing these verses because these are free concerts and people don't really realize these are for us. These are free concerts. You log on to fucking Instagram and get a free concert. That's just what it is, mm. and uh, that's a great thing. So I appreciate verses. Yeah, man. I say, uh, I was telling somebody, I was like, "Yo, Bobby, I'm not Bobby Brown." I was like, "Key Sweat looked like somebody's uncle pretending to be Key Sweat for Halloween." Like when he started, <laughs> when he started drinking, I was like, "Yo, this dude looked like a whole other person. Like he really looked like somebody's uncle." Was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna dress up as Key Sweat for this Halloween. I'm gonna get all the women." <laughs> like that dude just really looked real odd and out of place at one point. I was like, "Man, that damn Ciroc did he did it to him again? They didn't fed them exactly. that damn Ciroc, and <laughs> these dudes don't know how to act." What a good, what a what two good nights, man! Two good nights of, of of four artists that people can appreciate, and I'm looking forward to to more verses. I see it starting to get even bigger and bigger. What they're doing, like like arenas, and and obviously they did the festival. I'm like, holy cow, they're doing the festival! This is crazy. Yeah. So doing that festival was huge. Yeah, the, I remember when verses was on. You know, 
Zoom. Just a little thing. The webcam joint. Hell yeah. Versus just straight know? Zooming it. They, remember, they wasn't even using Zoom. I don't know what the hell they was using. Some shit was choppy. People's. <laughs> He's using Google <laughs> Meet. Yeah, those niggas was using, uh, what is that? Uh, Microsoft Teams. Those motherfuckers <laughs> doing regular shit. Now them dudes in whole arenas and got everybody together bringing people in and having DJs and all types of stuff. It's, it's great where it's going. Hopefully they'll keep it rolling. Even though everybody wants the country and everything to open back up, hopefully that stays a staple even with um, everything opening back up, man, because we, we need that type of celebration. We need that type of enjoyment, man. The, them verses be hitting hard, man. And I be missing some of them because they be wanting to go until like 11, 12 in the morning. I got to get them and be to work, but I be enjoying it when I do watch it, man. It's pretty damn awesome. <laughs> It's a, it's a it's a perfect it's the perfect uh, celebrate artists that we've all grown up on and give them their flowers. That's that's how I look at versus give them their flowers while they're here. I appreciate all of them. I don't care uh, who wins, who loses. The fact that I get to hear good music and watch artists that I grew up on is, is I appreciate it. Yeah, man, that's pretty damn dope. So um, I want to talk about this uh, this guy in New Jersey. Dude who went and was walking around the neighborhood and was cursing dude out, telling him, "I can be here, I can be in front of your, uh, in front of your doorway because it's public property." And then he got what he deserved, man. Like he got, <laughs> he got some get right real quick when uh, police <laughs> came to get him, and they had the whole, yo, I don't know how, well, I know how because he's on the internet telling people what his address was and tell him, um, come see me, come see about me, come see what I'm about and all that stuff, and he got exactly what he asked for. He got an entire neighborhood, an entire group of people posted up outside his uh, outside his house while the cops were arresting him. Like I've never seen that quick of a turnaround and that large of a demonstration for one person in front of their doorstep. I I saw it today. I saw uh, the wild. I saw that everybody was out there and going having good. I, I my thing was. Uh, I lo- I love all of that stuff. I love the fact that you, when you say some stuff and you want that attention, you're gonna. Get, I, I I love the fact that people are like, "Fuck that!" You want that attention? Let's go give them that attention. I love that. I'm all for that. My thing was, what did he get arrested for? I think they they ended up saying that he was arrested for um like intimidation and threats well, and all that type of stuff. Like it's okay. probably some simple misdemeanor stuff, but I think I think that city. Was um, whoever's in charge of that city, whoever's um, the DA and the police, I think they they knew hey, we have to make some type of statement. Like we've got to do something to let it be known that this is not going to be allowed or accepted so that it doesn't get any further. And I think people, that's why it played out that way. Good. Fuck him. I think people need to, everybody that is saying some wild shit need a, it, and they, I've said this a thousand times in this podcast, people don't listen. People, you could tell somebody a thousand times, hey, don't go on that. Don't fucking touch that fire. Hey, don't touch that fucking fire. Tell you not <laughs> to touch that fire. And until, you, until the motherfuckers touch the fire, they'll never learn. So I think people need a lesson. And this was his lesson. Like, oh, fuck, I'm going to say whatever I want to say. There's no consequences. Cool. Not a problem. Let's go to his crib. And, and since he wants to give out his fucking address, that's free game now. I could be on this block. I could see his crib. Let's all go there and fucking cause a riot in front of his fucking crib. Since he thinks that I can say whatever I want to say and there's no consequences. People need consequences. I live by that. Okay. You can't tell nobody shit these days. 
You have to let them learn. Let these motherfuckers learn a lesson. Go ahead. Say some crazy shit, get knocked out. Oh, okay, now you know not to say it anymore. It's the same thing with that kid that was in the grocery store, and he was using the N-word, and he was just going wild, and he was like, y'all, end this, and then nigga that, nigga that, and all that stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, the guy had enough. You're just like, yo, okay, not a problem. I'm not. Oh, you're talking about the twisted, the twisted Mike's yeah, Lemonade I mean, dude, whatever it was? Yeah. yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to let this guy learn. He has to learn a lesson. Now, <laughs> I, I guarantee that he will think twice about saying that to another black person. Like he'll, he'll think twice. Like, damn, last time I said this shit, I got a fucking can to the face. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore. And I saw a video of him saying, you know what? I was bugging that day. So I deserve <laughs> it. At least, but, at least he's aware of it. Yeah. Consequences. That's what it is though. If nothing happened, you know what would have happened? He would have he would have went and said it to another. It would have been the same scenario. He would have went to another black person and said the same shit because there was no consequences. But now there's consequences. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna think twice before I say some dumb shit like that again. And it's the same thing with this guy. Oh, I want to get on the internet and, and fucking give out my address and think it's all good. Not a problem. Fucking uh, 250, 300 people's gonna show up outside the door if you say some dumb shit. We got something for that, <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. Uh, the only, only part I didn't like was now I'm starting to see videos where people were throwing stuff at his window. I guess like before the cops got there, before um, they arrested him, people were throwing bricks and stuff through his window and all of that. That, okay. not, like y'all, y'all tripping. I get y'all mad and I get you all want to, um, you all want to do something. But the fact that that many people mobilized and was just outside his outside his house, just like, hey, we you told us to come, like we here. Like what's up? We are, we here, and like you said, we're on public ground. We can be right here in these public grounds. We're not doing nothing to you. I think that right there was good enough, and it was enough fear and shock value where he'd have been like, "Yo, I really messed up. <laughs> like, I shouldn't have did what I did. I shouldn't have said what I said." Like the people that started throwing stuff through his window is just, I think, it was uncalled for, and I think like it's gonna end up saying. That you know you all are the villains, and we're gonna see you on videotape because everybody videotapes everything now. And now we're going to arrest you too for vandalism or what have you. Just a show of force would have been enough to click in him. Like yo, I really messed up, and I need to watch what I say and how I say it. Need more people to to be like that. The thing is, uh, these days is, and I always say this is that it would be like, oh, racism is going away, and and I believe that racism is one of those things where you know uh, it'll it'll always be racist people that's just what it is because it's passed down from generation to generation and when you teach the kids but 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 there's a but to this this whole racism will be here forever it'll be racism forever but it has to be a certain there has to be certain people that have to die off you know what I'm saying like there Mm -hmm. has to be certain people that die off in order for those thoughts to be erased you know what I'm saying so yeah there were way more racist people, obviously, in the 20s and then in the 30s and then the 40s and then the 50s and, and you know, all of these times. But it's getting, you know, it's going away to, uh, slightly with every generation that dies off because the next generation is like, nah, we don't, fu-. like, there's, there's got to be a generation that says, nah, we don't fucking do that no more. Like, mm-hmm. that's old shit. We don't do that shit. Like, at the end of the day, and especially with the internet and all that stuff like that, people are like, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm I'm just over that. I'm not. We're not doing that old clan shit and all that shit. Like we're not doing that. That's yeah. fucking trash. I like rap music, motherfucker. And the people that <laughs> sing rap music are black. <laughs> Fuck all that. I'm not fucking racist. Fuck you. And 
and mama or whatever the fuck they would be calling their parents or whatever the fuck. And then it just dies off at that person. You understand? And mm-hmm. then that generation dies off and, this, and the new generation teaches their kids something different. So it just takes, it's going to continue to be racism in the world like that guy. But we need that, like people like that guy and other people to fucking fall off the earth in order for the racism to die down just a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I think it is dying down some. I don't think we're anywhere near where we need to be because it's still people like that that exist, and it's still those um those sections and those groups of people who, like you said, it's a, it's a learned behavior, and they haven't been unlearned yet because their parents is keeping it strict in their house. Like, nah, they niggers and we, and that's all they do. And then you know the the way the media and everybody portrays it, it just it doesn't help it. So it's always going to be those people. I don't know if they're ever going if they're ever going to die off completely. Hell no. But I think situations like this, where the um, the masses and on a real publicized level, it gets explained and shown like this behavior is not acceptable, and this behavior is going to get you in this form of trouble or this gonna get you put into this situation it'll slowly start to peel away more and more because like you said there's kids now who they're they're not racist but their parents are strongly racist and they just like yeah nah i don't mess with my parents like i've met some i've met some white people who say i don't deal with my parents because they believe this and that's not how i get down that's not what i believe so i don't deal with my parents and that is absolutely Amazing that you have to that you have to um like separate and do divorce your parents because of the way they believe and you because you've you've gained the understanding that their belief system is wrong and you've had to just completely just like yo I just don't mess my parents like I love them but I can't deal with them and I can't live the life they want me to live and and people need to understand there's nothing wrong with that like you are born and you are born into the, you don't choose your family you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. just because your father put his penis in your mother and all of a sudden you were spit out. That's just what it is. That was an action that happened and you happened to be born from that. But you don't choose your parents. There's parents that are out there that are just terrible people. doesn't mean you need to rock with them for the rest of your life. You need to figure out how your life is going to be once you get old enough and make the decision that you need to make for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one of those type things because any I do commend people that are like, yo, my parents think this way and I don't think like that. I think differently and I don't fuck with my parents. Fuck them. There's nothing wrong with that. At the end of the day, you have to live your life how you're going to live. They live their life how they wanted to live and now you live your life how you want to live. And it's unfortunate that you can't have a, a life with your, your family. But fuck it, yo. At the end of the day, if it's to make your life better without stress and all that stuff like that and you want to uh, move forward in life and teach your kids something different then I commend all of that stuff because at the end of the day you have to be comfortable in your skin and not fucking just go about like oh I, this was dictated to me so this is what I am oh my father used to hit my mom so now you know what I hit my I hit my girl no motherfuckers learn from it learn from the shit that's it that's just learn oh this is not the right thing I need to learn from it and do something different my parents are racist I don't want to be racist cool don't be racist don't fuck with your parents mm-hmm and that's that's the that's what we got to get to. And um, me and you know, me and my wife on our podcast and just in our general conversations, we talk about that about how 
you have to unlearn certain behaviors and you have to move in the right direction. And sometimes mm-hmm. moving in that di- right direction means you cut ties with certain individuals who had you in that negative space or had you in that bad area and cutting them ties sometimes and growing up and learning from childhood drama traumas and childhood issues. That's what you're supposed to do as, as a person you're supposed to evolve. You're not supposed to stay the same exact person. You're supposed to evolve and get better as you, um, as you proceed and progress through life. So shout out to people that's doing that and shout out to people that's yeah. um, understanding the difference between right and wrong and what they were, what they were taught and what is um, actual. Uh, Absolute fact. Last name before we got here, son. Have you, uh, have you seen the vax that thing up video? Where they um, who video? <laughs> so <laughs> I'll take that as no, you have not seen it. So you, mm-hmm. of course, you know the classic uh, back that thing up. Everybody knows the classic uh, juvenile song, back that thing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have remixed it and redone it to say vax that thing up. And it's a way to back that. Oh my! <laughs> it's a now. It's it's supposed to be positive because it's supposed to be a way to um, you know, promote getting the vaccine and promote uh doing the right thing, getting the vaccine, trying to get the uh the numbers up of the people who have the vaccine. So that's what it's supposed to be. But it's hilarious. I'm about to play like the about to play the the opening to it right quick, so uh you can get the you can get the effects of this action going on right here. Even starts out the same way. You're finna online day chat, find a may chat, open up VOK ass, okay, yeah. Profile picture looking tight chat. Nice chat, got your bio reading right chat. Precise chat, but before you find a day chat, you gotta wait chat. Gotta go vaccinate chat, get it straight chat. Girl, you look good, want you vax that thing up. Mr. Handsome Young Brother, want you vax that thing up. They in real life, you need to vax that thing up. Feeling freaky all night, you need to vax that thing up. Girl, you look good. Absolutely insane, son. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Was that juvenile? Yes, his juvenile is is Manny Fresh. It's uh Mia X. I think it's just the three of them, or maybe it's just Manny. Maybe it's just Manny Fresh and Juvenile. But it's the whole. You got to go to YouTube and watch the joints on the joints. Hilarious. <laughs> the government gave juvenile some bread. They probably did because in the video he's oh, holding up the uh, the CDC vaccination card, so they probably did give him a little bread to do that. All right, so hold on, hold on. Before we continue, hold on, because now I didn't know he was the one singing this shit. I thought it was just like oh, you thought it was like some random person? Yeah, <laughs> nah, hold son. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are they pandering to black people because they think black people not getting the vaccine? That's what I. That's what I. Um, that's what I'm wondering, and I meant to look up the um like the vaccination rate in Louisiana before the show. I just kind of forgot. got caught up doing some other stuff, but I meant to like look up the vaccination, um, the vaccination rate to see like, what is the, um, what is the rate in the city of Louisiana that would make them, is that why they did it? Are they just trying to get their names back out there? Like, I'm wondering, like, why are we doing this? (laughs) Where did it come from? Please white people. I love you, white people, but Lord have mercy. Don't. When it comes to like certain things, if it just sounds a little suspect, if you think black people are just going to be like, you know what, juvenile, 
you think we're going to be chucking and jiving? Since Juvenile said to go get vaccinated, I'm going to go get vaccinated. No, no, no. Just make a No, listen, white people. Black people listen to the same commercials and the same everything as everybody else. We don't need you to do the chucking and jiving. We don't need rap music. We don't need food. We don't need none of that stuff. I mean, if you want to give us free stuff, fine. But you don't have to do none. Just do the same thing you do for other white people. Same thing you do for every other race. And that will make a decision off of that. Not a single black person saw Juvenile doing this song and said, you know what? Baby, get, get up. We got to get the kids together. We got to go get vaccinated. <laughs> we got to go get vaccinated right now. I want to back that thing up. Not a single person. It is Juvenile. So, like they if they would have got a, a younger artist, maybe it would have had more influence. But I don't see him. I don't see this giving him that much, giving oh people that much thing. And the, Lord, <laughs> Um, let's see in Louisiana the vaccination rate they got they had sixty eight percent of the people are um are vaccinated so they had a pretty high percentage they say sixty percent are fully vaccinated sixty eight percent have had at least one dose so they're doing I'm pretty gonna, good I'm gonna still take a wild guess and say that the government had something to do with this and giving juvenile some money. I refuse to believe juvenile was sitting in the studio and was like, you know what the vaccination thing. We need to we need to uh, get some we, money we off of this. Promote this vaccination thing. <laughs> yeah, we need to get something off of this. Let's uh let's let's write something about vaccination and and we could do it to my my biggest hit. I, I don't want to think that. I, I I seriously think that somebody was like juvenile. We got a check for you. Uh, got a, maybe a couple of mil or something like that. Can you make a song uh, about vaccination? And juvenile was like, shit. If you're gonna pay me, fuck fuck yes, I'll figure something out. But please, please, we like the same thing. Just like the whole, uh, I think we talked about this on another another podcast where they made a mistake at uh, the IKEA and they wanted to give out watermelon and chicken. Just, mm-hmm. uh, just you don't have to do all that stuff, man. We like the same stuff. Whatever regular people, whatever everybody. I mean, chicken. I wouldn't have turned it down. I like it, but it's just going to come off bad, man. It's going to come off bad. Like this comes off bad. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe. I just felt shaking my head. I just can't believe. Don't believe some stuff. Just it's, do regular uh, stuff. Black people like regular stuff, man. Yeah. I, mean, I think, I, think I need to say this. I think it's a reach. But if you see the video, so the video, and they do it at the same oh, location. No, video. Yes. It's, it is really like a commercial. It's like it's no longer than a mi- almost two minutes long. So it really is almost like a commercial. And they're doing it in the same, same little. Basketball court players, they did the original video at. He got the same white t shirt with the head wrap on. Yeah, son, you have to go watch the video. Oh my God, I'm going to pass out if I watch it. I could tell. <laughs> You're gonna, somebody's going to find me with my heart, hand, hand on my heart, like Red Fox. But they really on some, um, like, it really, like, they're promoting, like, um, <laughs> they're promoting. Hey, if you're gonna be out here dating in these streets, get vaccinated. Like, not to get vaccinated because it's the right thing to do. Just like, girl, you look good. You need to get vaccinated so we can have sex. Like, it's absolutely, it's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, son. I think I've given up on the human race, man. I've given up on humans, Joe. I've given up. I'm telling you, I said it the other day. I've given up. It's just you can't convince me that that, that humans. We just are not it. We're not it. Oh, but <laughs> you. You know for a fact, because if you don't believe that there's other beings out there, there's other other uh, other forms of life, 
you got to be sadly mistaken. We, we're not the only ones in this whole universe thing, right? Oh, so man. you have to believe if they're way more intelligent than us and all that stuff like that, because there was always there's always these these uh sayings that oh uh, UFO has hit uh, has come to the United States or I'm not the United States but the world what has come to Earth, right? You have to believe that they they are spying on us and going back to their fucking planet and being like these motherfuckers <laughs> is, are idiots, idiots of all idiots. <laughs> have to believe that man they take video of some of the shit that we do and they go back and have their own fucking uh mars or whatever where the fuck they're from home videos they just do their own videos of earth people doing dumb shit and i'm pretty sure they're having a good time laughing at us uh, yeah just uh oh my god they probably be looking at the video they probably take it back to their leader of like this is the place you want us to go you sure <laughs> this is what <laughs> you want us to take over <laughs> exactly so this is what we're going to take over. You want to take over? We don't even have to do anything. They're idiots. Let's just go there. And just fucking go land and tell them that we're taking over. It's going to be over. They don't know no better. Oh, man. It is absolutely hilarious. Oh, man. But, yeah. All right, people, we appreciate y'all listening, man. Appreciate everybody checking us out once again. Another good show, good comedy, good uh, comments, and Joe. You know, like I said, like we always say, man, we just be chit chatting, man. This is the conversation yeah. we would have if we was just on the phone with each other, sitting in each other's living rooms, man. We just be having a good time, enjoying each other, giving you all a peek into what we be talking about, man. Continue to like, comment, subscribe, listen. Continue to enjoy what we be putting out there. We'll keep the content coming. We'll keep everybody, um, keep you all entertained. Until next time, man, everybody be easy. Y'all enjoy yourselves. We out. We out.